there a poor man's blue man group? Isn't would that just be like street performers? I mean, what do they play on? They play on like PVC pipe and stuff. So what's like what's below that? I don't know, just like a guy banging on trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember my mind was blown back a long time when I first learned that the blue man groups were not the same three dudes in every performance. That blew my mind too. It can't even be that hard to find people. Like you just got to be a dude who can shave your head and be painted blue. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, where do you think they find their talent at? Like, I guess maybe it is. They, they're just canvassing the streets for people playing the trash can drums or throwing away Tupperware or something. I don't know. You'd think they'd have to find people with actual musical ability, though, right? Unless, okay, here's a conspiracy. There's somebody running the Blue Man group behind the scenes, and they really are just, like, pulling homeless people off the street, dressing them up in blue, either brainwashing them or drugging them or something, sending them out on stage and just telling them, yeah, go hit all this shit, and then they just really, like feed the audio in from the speakers or something like lip syncing i mean if it's giving homeless people jobs do you use a spoon or a fork for mac and cheese uh, i use fork if you, if presented the option would you use a spork yeah i think so what do you think is the best food for a spork Rice. Are sporks looked at as like white trash type of things? I think they kind of are if you're not using one like in the wilderness. They're for either camping or your white trash. There is usually a lot of overlap between those two. The other day I saw someone driving and they're wearing a bike helmet. So I was trying to figure out why. Are their seatbelts just broken or something? That's definitely one of the possibilities. Um, I would think maybe your airbags not functioning correctly would possibly be another. Okay. How do you know if your airbags aren't functioning correctly, though? (laughs) Maybe you would have had to have gotten in a wreck before and they had not fired or something like that. Hence, you wear the bike helmet the next time you go driving around. But is that really... How much is that really helping? I don't know. It, is it usually your head that's taking the hit in a car crash? Um, like, I'm just trying to think, like, what is the safety, like, what is the airbag really protecting? Springs open right in your face, right? I think it's, like, because even an airbag will, like, still fuck you up. But I think the idea is just, like, it's better to hit that than to hit the windshield. Yeah, because airbags can, like, break bones still, can't they? Yeah. And that's why, like, you're not supposed to have, like, I think it's, like, against the law to have someone under a certain age sitting in the front because, like, the airbag can just kill them. So, I mean, maybe this guy was wearing a helmet because of a, like, over overly aggressive airbag? Oh, that could be it. It's just very sensitive if he accidentally, like, goes over a bump too strong. It's just fire, <laughs> firing out. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> Have you ever seen those videos where somebody will, like, 
take apart the airbag, like take it out of the car without setting it off. And then they'll like hide it under someone's chair. And so when they sit down, like it goes off, it'll like send them through the ceiling and shit. It's hard to fathom that some of those are real, but I think they do have that much force behind them that they can lift you. Cause like they gotta be able to, uh, absorb all the force of you going like 70 miles an hour and then hitting something and flying like to equalize that they gotta be pretty fucking strong i think i'd rather go back to like uh i don't know if this would be going back but i think i'd rather go to like a system like in airplanes where if a crash is coming like you get a you get ejected and you go up through the roof and then you have like some kind of parachute connected to you or something and you just kind of float down casually how high up do you have to be to have enough time to deploy the parachute and right i mean if an airbag though can launch you say 10 feet into a ceiling we've got to have technology that can launch us pretty high yeah i mean they do because like fighter jets all have them but i like can they put that in a car why not I don't know. It would have to be like an automatic thing that it would just sense if you were like, there's no way they could put a button to do it in the car. No, it would, yeah, it would definitely have to be some kind of like smart car type of thing. I wonder, would that be safer than hitting an airbag though? And like, what if you're like driving under a bridge at the time? I mean, are self-driving cars ever going to be the takeover as the norm? Yeah, I definitely think so. I bet it becomes illegal to manually drive at some point. If you're above a certain age, you'll be grandfathered in or something. I could see someday it being like some cities will just be driverless. Yeah, and I think it makes sense for like a New York or a Chicago or something like that where we're just everything would just move faster. I mean, you take out the human element, you're going to remove a lot. Of, I mean, I bet you lower the murder rate somehow. Because less people have road rage and shit like that. That's true. I think one thing they're worried about, though, is that there'd be way higher, like, uh, emissions with drugs because they're, like, they can't just park themselves and turn off. They gotta always be going. By the time we get to the point where self-driving cars are the norm, they're probably not gonna all be gas engines anymore. I think we'll always be able to drive, but maybe not our... Like our grand... Yeah, Yeah, like our grandkids, yeah. So you think maybe at a certain point they'll just stop giving out new driver's licenses? Yeah, I think they'll say, all right, this is the last batch of kids who turn 16. Whoever was born after 2050 isn't ever allowed to drive a car. I think they still got to make exceptions for, like, if you live in the country or something. Like, I think this rule would only work in big cities. Yeah, I bet there's some exceptions to it. Like, that rule, like, super rule people are... I mean, I'm sure, like, the Army and shit like that. Yeah. I think the Army's got to be the first one to do more automated stuff, that actually. Because, like, they have drones. Yeah, and I, th- I think throughout history, they're always the ones who push things forward with that kind of stuff. That's Because that's what GPS is. It started out as just an Army thing. Plus, it, doesn't it just seem kind of stupid to still have actual human beings going around shooting people and dying when we have fucking drones now. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Also, okay, here's a proposal. Don't know if I've ever talked to you about this before. But, so you know how, like, everybody all signed, like, a treaty that agreed that, like, no country's allowed to do any kind of military stuff in Antarctica? 
<laughs> yeah. I feel like all wars should be fought exclusively in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> There's there'd be zero collateral damage from it. I love that. Like I think that should just be the world's coliseum where everybody goes to throw down if they need to. Uh, yeah, okay, space law is definitely a thing, and space lawyers are a thing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they specialize in space law. That's got to be a cool job. Average salary for space lawyer, 114000 That's pretty good. Who are they arguing with? I read a story a while ago uh, on a climbing website that somebody, there was a... <laughs> group of two people who were doing a it wasn't mount everest but it was one it was like k2 or one it was one of those himalayan mountains that they were doing a doing a run of and near the top of it one guy stabbed the other guy with his ice pick (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) because they got into a business dispute (laughs) but the weird thing though is like they both made it down back to civilization safety and that must have been the most awkward like trek down a mountain because like you need to work together to get out of there you're not going to survive if if you just like split up to walk back down mount Everest. yeah i mean that's either the best place to have a fight or the worst place like you're either going to come out of there like bonded like none other like that is your best friend now for the rest of your life or someone's getting pushed off the side of the mountain. Yeah. On a slightly related note, I've heard people apparently say that if you ever have a shitload of money and want to go climb one of those mountains to not do Mount Everest. Why? I guess, like, uh, since it's, like, the most popular one that every... That's, like, what every mountaineering person aspires to to do is... And since, like, shitloads of people go there, and I guess the Sherpas cannot keep up with it, and so I've heard that Mount Everest is just, like, a... There's just, like, trash and feces and dead bodies everywhere, and it's, like... That's disgusting. And they say, like, oh, if you do matter, it's just going to be, like, one indigenous guy leading, like, 50 people up there. (laughs) And shit, I mean, if they're, like, if they're struggling with numbers, like, who knows how experienced this guy is, or... I mean, this guy, this might be his first trek up the mountain. Yeah, I guess when people die, they just kind of throw them into a crevice. You know how people say, like, I fuck with, and then insert whatever, like, I fuck with Bobby, or I fuck with, I don't know, whatever the name is you want to put in there. Can you say that about somebody of the opposite gender? You can, but I think people might assume you're fucking them. I I mean, just the sentence, it's not even implying, like... I fuck with Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, <Yeah. laughs> so you're having sex with Je- like you literally just said that. That's the, I think that's what most people's first thought is when you say that. I mean, is there like a better way to put it? Uh, I don't think so. When I was uh, at that comedy show last weekend, it was my first time where I've had one where there's an actual green room. But we're hanging out in there. The lady that owned the bar, like she, I don't know if this is just how she is or she was in a bad mood that night, but she comes and she doesn't know any of us, but she's like, oh, hey guys, 
uh, don't worry that I'm back here. Like I own the bar. It's fine. Everything. We're like, oh, okay, cool. And then she's like, um, doesn't it fucking piss you off when somebody asks if they can ask you a question? <laughs> and we're like, well, she's like, you know, like this guy came up to me. He's like, can I ask you something? And I just said, okay, fucking ask me. What is it? Why would you say that first? Just come up to me and ask me the question. Like, isn't that the worst? We're all like, I guess, like, I don't think anyone else actually gets that mad about that. <laughs> Also, if if you're somebody who's gonna get upset about somebody asking you if they can ask you a question, like, I feel like you need to be asked if you if they can ask you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a real fun story from that when we were all in there. Uh, my friend, the guy who put the show together, uh, he. <laughs> He goes to the owner of the bar, and we're all in the green room. And he he was going to ask her to make sure it was okay for people to cuss in their mm-hmm. sets. And she's like, hey, uh, is it okay if we uh, – and then she cuts him off. She's like, if you're going to do coke, just don't do it on the stage. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that kind of answers both questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this I think was a dick move on their part. This is a here's an are they an asshole for this? They're like, oh, the comics can have drinks on us, right? Like they literally they would walk up to us and be like, do you need anything to drink? And like we just tell them they get it. And uh, but then towards the end of the night, they told him that actually we were all sharing a tab of this <laughs> dude there who had like six drinks. Everyone else like had like. Like, I had one Tom Collins, like, a few people, like, had a beer, but this one asshole was just going to town on what we thought was a free bar. And then at the end, like, Blake had to give them back some of the money he earned off the show, because... Oh, my God. This guy sounds like he was pumped that there is an open bar. (laughs) Yeah. He was enjoying himself. What was he drinking on? What was his drink of choice? Uh, I couldn't. It was some sort of mix. Was like was he pounding these? Like was he drunk by the end of the night? I came out right as he was wrapping up, and he was just talking about how he would always like jerk off in bed and then just wait for it to dry. No. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, but I'm I, I think I can assume he wasn't remorseful at all about being the person who racked up this bill. He left before we found that out. <laughs> Fake outrage thing is starting to, it's starting to get to a dangerous place. I feel like, like you, we're just we're getting people like some some people for some of these things they've done, they deserve to get fired and everything. But for something that someone turns up on someone's Twitter from ten years ago, and then people freak out on Twitter about it and somehow get this person fired and ruin this person's life, like I, I just feel like it's going too far at, at some point. So no one is actually upset. The person who discovered these tweets is very happy they found them. (laughs) They're having the best day of their life. (laughs) How do you stumble upon something like that? Do you go, like, are there people out there searching for these tweets? Yeah. They've got to be. I mean, you know, and I wonder how they do it because if you, like, have you guys ever tried to go all the way back on your Twitter before, like, ever? I, I know I've tried, I tried to do it one time, and it wouldn't load past a certain time. And the other thing is that I remember that the Library of Congress began a mass archiving of tweets as, like, it, to, like, record history. So I'm curious if people are going to the Library of Congress 
and typing in somebody's username and like nailing them for this stuff through uh, through the Library of Congress's database. I don't know. Or I don't know. Are they just going on there and just like searching like the N word and then scrolling until like a celebrity pops? <laughs> I hope it's like the public libraries where it's you have to like go into the vault and view it as like a microfish or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's just my hot take on the whole thing. Though I just I think, what if some of these are just bots too? Like, what if it's not actually real people being fake mad? What if it's fake people being fake mad? Probably is some of the time. Also, I feel if if uh, you are somebody famous who's getting the fake outrage. You should not apologize. Like, if you were dick to somebody, you should apologize to them. But, like, no good can come of tweeting a mass apology to a million people who aren't actually upset about it. It just depends on what you did. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it just does. I mean, I get what you're saying, Jeffers, because, like, tweeting out that apology is kind of waving the white flag and being like, okay, all you fake outrage people won. Yeah. This is what you wanted, but at the same time, what if it like if you did do something like I don't know Louis C.K. or something like that, like you gotta apologize. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was talking about like if you put like a racist joke in a tweet ten years ago or something. Okay, that's still even tough. I don't know. I mean, I I I, I think an apology is you know probably the right thing to do in that situation, but. You know, also the fact I I think I think honestly, you know, if you made a mistake, you should still apologize for it. But you know, unfortunately, it's just part of our culture that this is sort of what people are doing now. And I don't know if that's ever going to change at this point. It's just kind of the reality we're in. Yeah, I, and I and just kind of to go off that, I think once you do apologize, you should be allowed back into society. Yes, I yeah. agree with that too. I mean, depending depending on just how heinous your transgression was. Right, right. I'm not saying we let Bill Cosby back on TV or anything. But. <laughs> yeah, that that would not be great for a lot of reasons. Isn't he blind now? That feels like another way to be able to touch women inappropriately. The uh, one of the bartenders there was a dude who he used to live in Alaska, and he was talking to us about how it's actually legal to eat whale there. <laughs> yeah, he said like you're not allowed to hunt it, like only the indigenous Eskimos are allowed to hunt it, but, like, if you go there, they'll let you eat it. That's fair. Yeah. That's, like, how most of the people on the Titanic died. Apparently, they did a real shitty job about evacuating people on it. Like, I think even with the fact that they, like, they never had enough lifeboats to save everybody to begin with, but I think even with what they had, I read, like, they could have saved twice as many people if they weren't so ill-prepared for that. Yeah, like, they were in just such a rush fucking, like, launching them. Like, I, I, one of them, like, landed down on top of another one in the water, <laughs> like, flipped it over. <laughs> also, the guy who uh, owned the cruise line or whatever that the Titanic was a part of, he was on it, and I guess he was just a huge-ass coward and, like, immediately, like, pushed a bunch of women and kids out of the way and just, like, jumped on the lifeboat. <laughs> <laughs> if it's his boat, he probably does have first right of refusal to a to a safety boat, but I, don't I think know. he does have the right, but I think you're an asshole if you exercise that right. <laughs> <laughs>
I agree that uh, Eskimos are probably the only ones you can trust to go hunting whales. Uh, in a stall the other day, and someone gets in the stall next to me, and they're not wearing shoes. Ugh. Yeah, you should definitely need to be wearing shoes in a public bathroom. <laughs> okay. Is it like a... I mean, is it, are we, like, going by restaurant rules? Like, no shirt, no shoes? Fuck that guy. I do think if he's going shoeless to the bathroom, though, that must mean he's got no rules around shoes, right? Like, he... That means he can go shoeless anywhere. Oh, yeah. Or I don't know if he can, but he will. If you're popping him off in the bathroom, you're... Like, a public bathroom's the grossest place most people go in their lives, I would think. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Like, unless you work for a trash company or something, that's about as bad as it gets. Yeah, because above public bathroom, I mean, the next tier up is, like, the jungles of Vietnam or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> where you're trying to step over Viet Cong and stuff. Yeah, where they have the fucking pits where they just have, like, shit-covered stakes that go into your feet. Basically, what this guy is willingly subjecting himself to. <laughs> yeah, if it was a if it was a war tactic the Viet Cong used, I think you should not be just walking, putting yourself through it on purpose in America today. I would think you want the least amount of skin exposed as possible in the bathroom, and I don't know if there are any exceptions to that. I can't believe people who uh, fuck in public bathrooms either. I don't get the appeal in that at all. Yeah. It's weird. People are into some weird stuff. That, that feels like how you get AIDS or something. I don't know. Or pink eye, at least. Jesus. Yeah, you can't just dunk your head into a public toilet and walk away completely unscathed. Right? <laughs> no. I, I mean, I'm just in general using a public toilet. I always feel like, all right, I've got like a 10% chance of coming out of the hiss with crabs. 